Hi, you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. And no, we're not trying to sell you anything. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode was first released April 25th, 2006. Hi-ho, everybody. This is Brad Modworth welcoming you to episode 26 of the Bells in the Battery program. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. In just a moment, your genial host, John Bell, will be here. But in the meantime, why don't you enjoy a nice, big, hot, fried cabbage ring. Cabbage ring? Mm-mm, from Mother Poobah's Fried Cabbage Rings. You know, there's a Mother Poobah's near you. Brad, I'm Brad, just Brad. Doing, There's what, a Mother Poobah. What are you Poobah. doing, Brad? Brad, 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 Brad,
That's Mr. Wizard, all right. All right, Arnie, I need your help. I need to get in there and take the studio back over again well, and... Well, Mr. Bell, I'd love to help you out, but I gotta go take care of something first. What, what, what have you got to take care of? I need to soak a certain part of my body in Epsom salts because it's kind of burned. What, your, your, your feet? No. Your arms? No. Your neck? Let's just say I can't sit down very well right now. Oh, oh my, that is quite burned. Uh, how did that happen, Arnie? Mr. Bell, I just had my employee evaluation. Is it that time of year again, Arnie? Yes, Mr. Bell, I'm pretty blistered, so I gotta go. So Aunt Harriet's really on the warpath, Oh, no, Mr. Bell, it's not Aunt Harriet this year. This year she hired a professional. It's not Aunt Harriet? I'm pushing in the plane, Mr. Bell, I gotta go. Well, at least he left me his podcast listener thing. I can tune in and see if Mr. Wizard is still doing a Mr. Wizard marathon. Let me see if I can tune this in here. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, Mr. Wizard. Billy, do you know what a vacuum is? Sure, that's what Mom makes Dad clean the floor uh, with. Billy. Or she cleans the floor with him. Billy. <laughs> you and Mom have a lot in common. Billy, huh? I mean the total absence of air or matter. Uh, sort of like between your ears. Oh, yeah. Did uh, you know that sound doesn't travel in a vacuum? What? That's what I thought. Uh, Billy, over here I have a vacuum chamber. Ooh. We're going to prove that sound cannot travel in a vacuum. Golly, how? Do you see that alarm clock inside? Yeah. Go wind it up. Okay. Then we'll pump all the air out of the chamber, and you'll hear the sound of the ticking disappear with the air. The spring on the clock broke, Mr. Hmm. Wizard. We'll need to use something else that makes noise. How about something with a motor, maybe... Mr. Wizard? That's good, Billy. Mr. Wizard? You keep making noise what? while I pump out the air. Pump out the what? Wait, Mr. Wizard, open the door! Notice how Mr. Billy's Wizard? voice is Mr. fading what? as the what? air leaves the chamber until we can't hear a thing. Okay, boys and girls, do you know why Billy's face is turning blue? Right, no oxygen. Now, what would happen if, instead of pumping regular air back in, if we pumped helium in? Let's find out. Too much helium. The whole chamber is lifting off. But don't worry, kids. When I push this remote control button, the chamber door will open and let all the helium out. Not to mention Billy. Listen. You hear that? In normal air, Billy's voice is returning to normal. Until next time, this is Mr. Wizard saying bye-bye. Well, this is just great. Mr. Wizard's still in the studio doing a marathon of his adventures. Excuse and, me. Oh, hi. Uh, can I help you? Yes, I appear to be lost. I'm looking for the Bells in the Belfry podcast. Oh, well, you, you found it. I'm John Bell. I'm the host. Oh, well, I'm Hiram Glintz from the FTC. Oh, I forgot with all this going on that I had somebody coming in to do an interview. You're from the FTC? Yes, I am. That's great. The Federal Trade Commission. No, I, I think... think this would be a really, really classy interview to do, and I don't want to lose this. Yes, but you... Tell you what. Um, um, the studio is being used right now. Uh, would you mind going into our alternate studio? Alternate studio? Well, it's not so much an alternate studio as it is a closet. Oh. But we keep the extra microphones and things in there, and I think there's a recorder in there, uh, and I can record the interview for later. Would that be fine? Well, I suppose if we have to, but you should probably know. It's right in here. Here, just come on in and uh, make yourself comfortable on that box. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I'll close the door to give us a little privacy. Oh, you, oh. Let me oh, set my, the uh, uh, microphone up right here, and uh, here's the recorder. Close the door we there. plug this in. Yes, well, uh, And uh, your name once again? Uh, Hiram, uh, Hiram Glynch. Yeah, so Mr. Glynch, you are with the... I'm with the FTC. The Federal Trade Commission. No, Mr. 
Mr. Bell, it's not the federal trade, whatever you just said. Then what is the FTC? It's the fair treatment for claustrophobics. Fair treatment for... Claustrophobics. I see. How big is this room, Mr. Bell? It's about four by f uh, 40 by 40. Huge, huge room. It's, it's bigger than you might think. I'm uh, feeling very well, Mr. Bell. So how do you think you can get fair treatment for people who are uh, claustrophobic? We feel that people who put claustrophobic people into a claustrophobic situation on purpose should pay the price, Mr. Bell. Oh, so like a, a two-dollar fine, a nasty letter, perhaps? Oh, uh, no, Mr. Bell. Some of our more radical members have actually armed themselves, and they say they're going to blast away at anybody who puts them into a small room like a closet. We've been talking with Mr. Hiram Glintz of the FTC, and thank you very much for coming by today, Mr. Glintz, and I think it's time for you to leave. Thank you very much, and let me open up the door here and... Open up the door. Um, what seems to be the problem, No problem. No problem at all. Just no problem. Somebody let me out of here! Mr. Bell, I feel the need to walk around and flail my arms wildly for a second or two. Is that all right with you? Sure, sure. Just walk around, make yourself at home, flail your arms, but look out for the... Light hanging from the ceiling. It's gotten awfully dark in here, Mr. Bell. Someone open the door out there, One please. One could feel like things are closing in. Open the door, please. One could get rather desperate in a situation like Hello? this, especially if one were claustrophobic, Mr. Bell. Someone let me out of here. The way I see it, there's only one thing I can do, Mr. Bell. No, don't shoot. What? Shoot, I just turned on this flashlight. It has an especially loud switch. Oh. Now we can take a look at this door and find out what's wrong. Oh, here's the problem. This is stuck right here. Let's give it a little push. And we're out. <laughs> I must say you handled that quite well for being a claustrophobic. Claustrophobic? Oh, no, Mr. Well, I'm a claustrophobic. I know some claustrophobics, and I'm in the organization to help them, but I'm not claustrophobic. No, oh, no. Oh, well. Oh, what a relief. <laughs> well, yes, we all have our little quirks that set us off, but mine is not claustrophobia. Oh, yes. I'm embarrassed to say what mine is. <laughs> well, come on. Come on here to the break room. Ooh, that's quite a relief. Have a seat for a second. Ooh, uh, thank you very much. Yes, my, my little quirk that sets me off here, is... Here, let me uh, settle our nerves by handing you some hot, hot coffee. It's decaffeinate. Said... I've got to figure out a way to get into the studio and get Mr. Wizard out of there. I can't get in the back door, the one he threw me out of, but on the other side, there's the front door that leads out to Miss Schmackelheimer's reception area. I'll call her and get her to get inside and open the door for me. Dun, 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 dun. Mother Poobah's rings are great. Eat seven and you'll want eight. Don't! What's Brad done to me? Mm. Yes, well, yes, well, Miss Schmeckelheimer. Who did you want to talk to? Miss Schmeckelheimer, this is John Bell. Hello, Mr. Bell. This is Miss Schmeckelheimer. Yes, I'm. Schmeckelheimer. Yes, I realize that, Miss Schmeckelheimer. Look, I've been locked out of the studio. I need How to. Did you get locked out? Well, Mr. Wizard came in and he pushed me out the back door, but that's not important right now. What I, I need you to do something for me. I need you to go in from your side and to get Mr. Wizard to open up the door and let me in. And I would do this because? Because it's my show and he's taking it over. Well, from what I'm hearing out here, it sounds pretty good. Miss Schmeckelheimer, it's not up to you to decide on the quality of the show. You need to do this for me because I'm your boss. Is this in my job description? 
just open the door on your side, go inside, on the other side, open the door and let me in. Before I do that, can I just say something? All right, maybe make it quick. Oh, no. Never bitter butter. Better. They're always hot, fresh, and round. Is there more to this? Oh, God, yes. Oh. Hi, Mr. Brown. Oh, hi, Brad. What are you doing here in the break room? Oh, well, your podcast on right now? Yes, the podcast. Should you be in the studio? Just what are you doing, Brad? Well, I just finished my evaluation, my my employee evaluation, Mr. Brown. How did uh, did it go there, Brad? I've never had quite an experience like that before, Mr. Bell. Oh? He tore me a new one. Tore you a new one? Yes. See, here's my contract. It's a new one. And he tore, tore it. it. Oh, that's <laughs> awful, Brad. I'm sorry about that. I've got to go nurse my wounds yeah. now, Mr. Bell. Okay, go ahead. By having some nice, delicious mother poop. Get out of here, Brad. Thank, Thank you. you. I guess I better see what Mr. Wizard is doing on my show now. Let me tune in this gizmo that Arnie gave me. Ah, there we go. And that, Billy, is what causes mutations. Wowee! <laughs> now, turn around very slowly, Billy. Okay, why am I turning away? Okay, this has got to stop. Mr. Wizard has just taken over my show. I'll call Aunt Harriet. That's it. I'll call Aunt Harriet. She can pull some strings. She can call them. She can tell me an alternate way to get into the studio. Somehow, she can put a stop to this thing of Mr. Wizard taking over the show. Uh, hello? Hello, Aunt Harriet. John! Yes? I am so impressed. Impressed? The show is sounding much better than usual today. Um, I am so impressed, and I'm impressed that you've managed to impress me. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, I'm glad you like that, Aunt Harriet. Well, let's get to the main reason for this call. Okay. I'm requesting that you go get your employee evaluation interview. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm your nephew. I don't need to get an employee evaluation. You actually well, yeah, I thought since, you know, you are my aunt, that I could just kind of, you know, I mean, you know. And I will not be the evaluator. Unfortunately, I shall be out of town at a women's transition conference where I intend to impress and inspire as I speak on how much my life has changed ever since I was crowned Miss Porcine. Oh, here we go, yeah. This man, I believe, was the one who found Daphne Percy's personal assistant. Uh-huh, he yeah. Is very capable. Very capable. Okay, I'll go in, I'll get my evaluation, I'll get it over with. Oh, wait. Oh, don't tell me Brad got you. Mother Poobah's fried cabbage rings. I'd never stoop so low as to show for some stupid product. All right. Even if Mother Poobah makes the lightest, crispiest cabbage rings the world has ever known, mm, you will love them, understand? Thank you, Aunt Harriet. I'll go get my evaluation now. All I ever wanted in life, simple little podcast, tell a few jokes, have a little fun. But no, Mr. Wizard has to take over, have to have an employee evaluation. Uh, here's the office. Let me go in. I guess I should put on my best face. Oh, hi there. Uh, you must be my evaluator. Uh, what's your name? I'm Federal Agent Jack Bauer. And today is the longest day of my life. Well, I'm sure we'll get along just fine. I want your complete attention. Fine. Ask away. Who are you working for? Aunt Harriet. Who are you working for? Aunt Harriet. If you were lying to me, I'm going to make this the worst day of your life. I'm not lying. Why would I lie? I'm a very good liar. But I've seen better. Look, 
if you're not going to believe me, we may as well just break out a deck of cards. Do you think I'm playing a game here with you? Well, certainly not with that attitude. Here, give me the evaluation form. I'll just fill it out myself. Oh my God, what have you done? I'm sorry, what? What have you done? I just put my name on the form. Give me a name! Here, take the whole form, name and all. I don't even need a hacksaw. You don't need a hacksaw. Here, I'll just erase my name for crying out loud. Stop this insanity, please. Let's start over. Just... Ask your question. You tell me what you know, or I promise you this will become very unpleasant. Become... Who are you working for? Aunt Harriet! Aunt Harriet! Why are you lying to me? I'm not lying. Aunt Harriet is my demanding, overbearing boss. No, she's so sweet. Ah, well, around here, she's the law. Don't you dare tell me about the law. Should I get a lawyer? There's no lawyer. There's just you and me. Oh. Who are you afraid of? Well, um... He's in this room. Give me a name! Jack! It's Jack! It's you! Look, I'm hungry. Aren't you supposed to feed me during this? You probably don't think that I can force this towel down your throat. Uh, Trust me, I can. All the way. All the way? Except I hold on to this one little bit at the end. When your stomach starts to digest it. I'm no longer hungry? I pull it out. Taking your stomach lining with it. I'm not hungry anymore, thanks all the same. I hope you can live with that. I was kind of counting on that. I have to finish this. So, we're done? I said you're finished! Get out! I'm leaving! I'm leaving! Jeez, you almost browbeated me into a coma! The only reason you're still conscious is because I don't want to carry you. Okay, okay. You sure you don't want to ask? Get out of here now or I'll do it on myself! I'm out! I'm out! I'm out! Whew, man! I'm going to go back to work now. Who are you working for? Aunt Harriet! Aunt Harriet! Look, you've got me all flustered. I've got to go home. Can you give me a lift? Trust me. You don't want to go down this road with me. I'll just walk then. Bye. Persistent cuss, ain't he? Well, everybody, we've come to the end of another Bells in the Battery episode, number 26. This is Mr. Wizard thanking you all for coming by. Especially you, Billy. Thanks, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> what a trooper. Special thanks this week to contributing voices, Becky Beach and Cindy Taylor. Thanks, gals. What about me, Mr. Wizard? Oh, yes, of course. And little Billy. <laughs> until next time, this is Mr. Wizard saying, until next time, this is Mr. Wizard saying, until next time, so long. Can I go to your hospital now? Oh, no. You can. This is brought to you by Ranchers Insurance. Here at the University of Ranchers, it's our job to help you understand your insurance and to help you find the gaps in your coverage. For example, you may think you're covered for this. Welcome to your new home. Oh. When you're actually only covered for this. Welcome to your new level. Oh. Or you may think you're covered for this. I'm going upstairs to my room! When you're really only covered for this. I'm going upstairs to my room! Talk to ranchers and see what gaps could be hiding in your insurance. We are ranchers. Bum, 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 bum.